live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh. the Alamo. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP. You're home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and the last person in the room to finally get an invite to the Valorant Close Beta, me. James Campbell. You are part of the cool kids table. I am, point. finally. And I think I got it from watching you and Callie on the stream on the Checkpoint XP on Twitch. You're have, lying. have you uh, had a chance to, to actually play it yet? I have not. Mm-hmm. I have not. I'm, you I'm, can do it. You're going to do it on stream, though, when you do? Uh, of course. Yeah, All I'm right. hoping to join All these right. guys uh, in the battle right, eventually. Cool. He uses a controller to wear. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. Another day. That's for another another conversation oh, with that face. We're going to have to have an intervention. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think a PS4 controller will be just fine. An entire country has banned online gaming and chatting with foreigners online. This story will make you very grateful to live in the United States. Who was it? We'll talk about that coming up in a bit. We're going to start things off talking about the damage COVID-19 has done to the 2020 season for almost all professional sports. Will esports be the outlet professional sports leans on to get them through the season? As we've discussed here quite a bit on Checkpoint XP, the coronavirus crisis is causing many issues within the professional sports and esports world. Now, most of the professional leagues have postponed their seasons until further notice, like the NBA and NHL, who are kind of in the middle of the season, actually kind of getting close to start the playoff runs within their leagues right before the stay-at-home orders were issued. Now, some leagues have found a way to lean on esports as a way to still reach their audience, like some of the NBA teams having players play against opposing team players uh, in NBA 2K20, or ESPN airing NBA players like Kevin Durant and Andre Drummond competing in a special players-only NBA 2K tournament. Well, another professional sports league is getting in on the esports action, and it makes us wonder, will the 2020 season of professional sports be the first season to be played out through esports? Yeah, so I don't think that... uh, that esports is going to be replacing traditional sports in 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 any way, shape, or form. I just don't think that that's you know viable in any way. But you do have to keep money coming in. You do have to keep eyes on your product. You want people to be talking about it. You want people to be engaging with yeah, you it. You want to get forgotten. Exactly. That's the worst thing that could happen. You know, in today's day and age. And so what the MLB is doing is they've now announced uh, uh, in collaboration with Sony Interactive, uh, MLB The Show League, and they basically have its new online event where thirty professional baseball players are going to compete against each other in MLB The the Show 20 uh, to help raise funds for the Boys and Girls Clubs of America and Boys and Girls Clubs of Canada. Uh, Over the entire month of April, which we're getting near the end of here, though, uh, they're going to be competing in a round-robin format uh, against one another, total of 29 three-inning games, and the top eight players will then advance into a postseason and ultimately a World Series. Do you think if you're a a real baseball player and you perform poorly in this, does does that affect your, like, how people see you? Like your cred? Yeah. Man, I didn't ever, never even thought about that. Like, like you're the ace pitcher, you're Justin Verlander, yes. but you do so badly in this game. It was like you're trash. <laughs> I think you, I think you play into it because first of all, not everybody is good at games, right? It's a completely different set of skills, and it's not like anyone's going to suddenly drop you because you're not good at MLB The Show 20. Maybe no. Come on, like, no. You've, there have been so many weird things that have happened in the world of sports, like players that just lose all the, you know, like fan love over something small and dumb. I would not put this past any fan base. Like, yeah, you can have a good player, but if they consistently just stink it up for like a month straight online, 
you can't escape that. Well, no, but uh, I think in, in a case like that, what you could do is maybe they should look at having like 30 backups. That way you can sub somebody in. When the pro player's doing so badly in the game, you got to bring hit the bullpen, guys. Call up Ninja. Bring the call. Get yourself a pinch player. That's what you need. You need a pinch player to come in and you know finish out the rest of the season for you. But no, I think this is a great idea. You know, I think that, again, every major sports or, or traditional sports should be looking at a way to keep their fan bases engaged. And I'm really glad that that they're doing it through esports. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, you know, obviously. But, you know, just the fact that they're giving this a chance, I think uh, there's also this chance, too, that it might bring in some of the younger viewers, you know, get them interested, get them interested in these personalities. And then maybe I don't know if 2020 season can ever actually be finished or not, if they're just going to call it a bust. But come back around next year in 2021, you know, you're going to have a whole, hopefully, the, I think the plan is, have a whole new uh, oh, grouping new of, of, of new fans. Exactly. That's actually, yeah, it's a great idea. I never even put that uh, in my mind to even consider, but it's a great way to reach a new audience. So you already have the people that are waiting for the season to either pick up or something to happen. They're there. They're on the back burner. They're just waiting. But now you have this opportunity to reach all these new eyes and bring them in and actually grow your brand. Well, mm-hmm. see, that's only if, if the people are happy with the way it's going on. So there's dark players that are trying to be moving into online yes. esports playing. And it <laughs> is Esports not- darts. <laughs> yeah, and it's not well, going uh, well for them. Not, not quite esports darts. So the Professional Darts Corporation, uh, Home Tour, what they've decided to do now uh, over in England since they can't gather in... in in, in person is they've moved to quote-unquote online play. What they're doing is they're playing from home and they're supposed to record themselves, so record oh. what the results are, and then upload that. But apparently, the internet is so bad over in England where some of these players are that they can't even upload, like, phone videos, so they're dropping out of the competition. At that point, you just tie it to a carrier pigeon. There's no way that you cannot tell me in the year 2020 of our Lord you can't upload a video to well, the internet. Uh, so, so specifically, uh, Gary Anderson uh, actually uploaded a speed test of his uh, Wi-Fi, and he had an upload speed of 0.9 uh, megabytes per second. Pay more. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's part of the deal. So coming from somebody who's not too keen on internet speed, so 0.9, I'm assuming because the way you guys, you guys are laughing, that's not very fast. That's No, that's okay. that's that's not fast What's like an average, all. like an, a good average speed? 10. 10? 10. And he's at a point nine. Yeah. I mean, wow. honestly, like, like if you have some of the good internet, too, you know, you should be upwards of, of you know, if you're if you're really lucky, getting, like, a gigabyte, you know, of, uh, which is, uh, is that 100 megabytes? Yes. Yeah. See, even I'm wow. not fully up to it. But I, I don't know. It, 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 it seems so weird. Like, you're in England. You're not in a third world country that doesn't have, like, internet infrastructure, right? I can upload a 30-minute video in under a minute and... You know, I'm in, in the middle of Michigan. So, come on. What, what's the problem here? This, this, this is why people don't take darts seriously. That's really what it comes down to. It's well, now I know why the rest of like the this. world envies our internet speeds. That's crazy. <laughs> so, I guess, will the entire professional sports world have to play out the 2020 season to esports? Well, we'll see. They're definitely finding ways to incorporate esports into their, their plans. We'll have to wait and see how it all folds out. I'm sure we'll talk about that more in the future. Because now it's time for our close shave of the week. Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's Close Shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. The Close Shave of the Week goes out to the San Francisco Shock in the Overwatch League, who nearly had another L added to the record in their match against the Dallas Fuel. A few weeks ago, they lost to both Los Angeles teams, the Gladiators and Valiant, though they did get revenge on both. The Dallas Fuel nearly took a win from the Shock as well, but San Francisco was able to bring it back in Game 5 
and secure the victory. But this coalescence... The accretion gets blocked. Note is safe. He sends it up, but only Kanachas onto one. They Nothing. collapse onto Gamza. They take him out. No one is able to touch. Someone's got to get there. And the Dallas Hill, they came oh so close. But in the final moments, it was not enough. And the San Francisco Shock are the ones who close out the series. Congratulations to the San Francisco Shock with a close shave of the week. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're talking about how professional sports have been leaning on esports to help reach their audience during the COVID-19 crisis. And NASCAR is one of those leagues. Sometimes things, uh, they kind of don't always go according to plan. During an online quarantine live streaming event, NASCAR driver Kyle Larson went viral when he dropped a racial slur on stream. Weird beard. What happened? Uh, you watched a man's career get ended online in a matter of five seconds. That's exactly what happened. Oh man, um, this, so, this 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 was bad. This was bad. It, bad. It, so let's let's take a listen to it real quick. I can see it. You can't hear me. Hey. Wow. Kyle, you're talking to everyone, but. Yeah, we heard that. Oh, damn. You did not just... Yikes. Don't say anything. So what you heard there was essentially uh, NASCAR live streaming these events, right? So it's racers driving from home, driving in quotes, um, (laughs) you know, and competing online. And and during it, they have team comms. You're able to talk to other, you know, other racers and all that kind of stuff. And it was literally the nightmare of every 12-year-old on Xbox years and years and years ago where you just open up the mics and all of a sudden some guy just goes, What up, my... Oh, and it's just... Did did he not realize that team comms were, like, live and well, going out? I mean, what... what that's what whoa. I was wondering. How, how, Why? How does... It's, it's not... It's not it's, look, it's not even like he has the excuse that most people use, which isn't an excuse. Like, oh, I was just frustrated. He just came in and just dropped it. But here's the fun... Here's the part that kind of was the most upsetting is that... Uh, every, at first you hear somebody go, hey man, we're live right now, everybody can hear that. And it was like kind of silent, kind of silent, kind of silent. And then there's another guy, another driver, who's talking to his chat being like, don't say anything, don't say anything, like don't bring it up. Like they were just hoping that nobody caught the fact that this man's just walked into like a, a room essentially <laughs> and screamed no. the n-word. And, no. and there's been some protests, but wow. NASCAR acted pretty quickly. They took away. Uh, he's no longer a driver for them. Lost Pro- all his sponsorships. Right. Pr- protests wow. is in. They want him to be punished, not that they thought that he shouldn't be fired. Right? Oh yeah. There's definitely people okay. who have said that it's it. They're overreacting to oh, the fact that no. he said that. Freedom of speech! It, freedom yeah. of speech! But yeah, freedom of speech isn't freedom from consequences. But, I agree. You know, no, like, I agree. There have definitely been more people that have said, yay, good job, NASCAR. Oh, for sure, for absolutely. It. I just think it's crazy that there's people that are even protesting the fact that this man had any right to walk into an online, like, you know, room and just scream that. The right <laughs> decision was made here, all right? It's you don't Robbie just get Rams. to come in and drop stuff like that. You, you reap what you sow. Great job to NASCAR and the way they handled driver Kyle Larson dropping that racial slur on stream. Coming up in a bit, we'll find out how my fantasy CSGO team did after the advice given to me by Robbie and Weirdbeard. Am I rolling in dough, guys? All right, now hold on. Now, 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 something really quick. You know, you had said that if you do well, we get a cut, right? So I don't think we had determined or discussed exactly what that cut is. Are we did like, like, like even split, like 33, 33, 34? I still showed up to work today. So there's a hint <laughs> as to how well the team actually did. 
But uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Ahead next, an entire country has banned online gaming and chatting with foreigners online. Who was it? That's next when we come back on Checkpoint XP. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weird Beer. Where gaming lives. Checkpoint XP broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my god! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Weird Beard, as well as Checkpoint XP's very own Triple Threat. He's an Animal Crossing Master Tailor, award-winning Pokemon breeder, and now college lecturer, okay. Mr. Robbie Landis. All right. Pokemon trainer. I train them as well. I do both. I do everything. Now you're more into the breeding. It's definitely the breeder. Oh, jeez. All right. But yeah, no, I'm not a college lecturer, but I did guest for one. So that was cool. It was fun. Is that like a college lecturer cosplay? Like you just dressed up as one for the day? (laughs) No, no. Uh, uh, Ben Morris, who is a guest lecturer at UNLV, we do uh, the other identity comic book podcast together, right? He had me on as like sort of just like a a guest interview for his podcasting class uh, and afterwards told me I was the best uh, guest they've so far, and he wants me back every semester. So take that. He heard your comic book opinions and still wanted you to talk to a large Dude, group of people? He has the bad comic book opinions. <laughs> I have the good ones. Robbie Landis, never wrong in his opinions. That's right. So the League of Legends spring split is finished. So we've brought in our league expert and show producer, Callie Sloan, to bring us up to speed on the results. Callie, what's going on in the League of Legends? Oh, my gosh. So the spring split has finally wrapped up. Everything was being played online basically right to the end. Okay, let me start you or let me stop you right off rip. I know zero about League of Legends. What is a spring split? Okay, so uh, League of Legends, the spring split, uh, they divide their season into two chunks. There's the spring split and the summer split. Basically, they play a bunch of games in each of them, have a championship at the end, and then you win that split's championship. So you can have a, two champions each a year. year. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the winner of the summer split gets to go represent North America at the world championships. That's the the value for winning the summer. Okay. So the winner of the spring split gets to go to the midseason invitational, which should have been starting just next month. However, due to COVID-19, we're having to wait until July for that to kick off. Cloud9 emerged as the big winners, which should be no surprise to anyone no, yeah, who's been watching this season. Okay. They have been... Did they actually drop any matches this season? Uh, they w- lost one match during the regular season and one game in the postseason. Wow. That was all. They finished the split 26-2, which is one of the all-time best splits in the history of League of Legends. It's utterly incredible. So they're like the Patriots of League of Legends. Yeah, they were the Patriots in the, well, in, the in the magical season. In North America, because of course this, this leads to the inevitable question, do we actually have have a chance this year at Worlds in Cloud9. So, okay, again, explain this to me because I'm a big dumb dumb. Yeah. How... So, North America sends a team from either Canada or the United States to go represent for North America. Have they won on an international stage at Worlds at all? No, the best they've ever done is top four at Worlds, uh, top two at the Midseason Invitational. We don't have an actual win under our belt, which is... A huge disappointment, but that's just the way it is. I mean, you've got powerhouse regions like China, and recently Europe is now apparently a powerhouse region for League of Legends. I don't know why that is. And, uh, yeah, uh, so to your question, Robbie, does Cloud9 have a chance? My gut says no, but at the same time, they went 26-2, and so it's hard. Like, I'm not allowed to just get up here and say they have no chance, but... 
I don't know. <laughs> did, did Cloud9 go to the Worlds last year? Yeah, Cloud9 actually holds the record for the best appearance North America has ever had at Worlds. They were the ones who made it to the top four. That was a few years ago now. Uh, but they'd actually been in a long drought. They hadn't won a split championship is, since 2014. It had actually wow. been quite a while for them. So. Now, the one thing I do know about Cloud9 is that they do not have double lift, correct? They do not have double lift. And he plays for Team Liquid. Yeah, double lift is like the Tom Brady of... He was supposed the to be the goat. Yeah, he was the goat, the greatest. Well, not, not not this year apparently. Not this split. No, he's been he's probably been the goat in League of Legends for the last or in North American League of Legends for the last three years or so. But no, he plays for Team Liquid, who had won the prior four splits in a row. Now, from what I understand, Double Lift is possibly on the trading block right now. Do you think it's because they didn't uh, Team Liquid didn't win it all? That's the rumor. Like, that, yes, he supposedly is on the trading block. And I, I like it's not just they didn't win it all. They didn't look good this split at all. And I don't know. Like, they only had one player change from last season. I don't know why that would make a huge difference. I mean, obviously, it changes something. But yeah, I'm wondering if maybe players like Double Lift and some of the other players on that team are getting towards the end of their careers and are going to go make that last transition to a new oh, team man, to try and way out. To try and get one more win under their belt. I don't know. It, it breaks my heart as a huge Double Lift fan, but he did not look good this split. And Hooney is another player in League of Legends that I know of. The only reason I know of Hooney is because of how much money he was paid. What? Uh, how much money is this guy making? So if from, he's on your radar and you don't pay attention to the sport, he's got to be making some big bucks. Well, here's why: because it was the largest contract in League of Legends. This guy was paid two point three million dollars over two years. Yeah, uh, and that was just signed last year. That was signed, yeah, going into this season, and that is uh, turned out to not be that great of a uh, of an investment. I mean, he's not he's he's good. He's not best player in the league kind of money good, but yeah, uh, apparently he's now also on the trading block as they're looking Ooh. for a way to get out from underneath that contract. Oh. Wow, I just can't believe esports teams have that much money to pay their players. Yeah, two point oh, three million. I wish I would have got into esports when I was a kid. And what's crazy is that's base salary. That's not endorsements. Oh, that's not gosh. like all the other money that he can winnings from in. tournaments. Yes, like two point three mil to just show up, put on your headphones, and be like, "I'm here." Yeah, What's up? Guys? That is your contracted salary. We're, we're getting into the same. Uh, you know, eventually they're going to be making the same type of money that uh, you know athletes. Athletes in traditional sports are making. That's crazy. That's very cool, though. Well, there's your update on the LCS Spring Split. We'll have more news on the League of Legends when the Summer Split gets started in June. Now, it's time for this week's Nailed It and Failed It. We're going to start with someone who really nailed it. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. For our Nailed It this week, we're going to visit some gamer-adjacent territory in the comic world. Nerd icon and movie director Kevin Smith owned his own comic book store called The Secret Stash. Now, during this COVID-19 pandemic, everyone has fallen on hard times. Most comic book shops are struggling, as well as people forego buying comics to save some cash. Well, Kevin Smith has revealed he's paid off all outstanding balances at his shop, so anyone who had an outstanding bill for their pull list are now debt-free at Smith's shop. Yeah, and you know, something that you can also do, too, to help uh, your local comic book shop, you know, if you do have the means during this pandemic, is to call up and pre-order. Pre-order anything that you might want to read in the future. Well, some shops might be doing curbside pickup. Even if they don't, when this quarantine finally ends, you're going to have a huge backlog to read through, and you'll have helped some of your local comic book shops through these tough times as well. That's a great suggestion, Robbie. Nice way to support local small businesses, and great to hear about another celebrity doing some good during the COVID-19 crisis. Kevin Smith, you definitely nailed it this week, but now you won't believe how badly somebody else failed it in Call of Duty Warzone. You have to hear this one with our Failed It coming up in the next hour. 
Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, one of the largest countries in the world has closed its borders to foreign online gamers. The Chinese Communist Party has banned Chinese gamers from playing with gamers outside of China or even chatting with them in general, making the Great Firewall of China even more powerful. Make China great again. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, uh, last year, obviously, China put out uh, this big sort of curfew effect on gaming, uh, limiting those under 18 from playing between certain hours and only being able to play a certain number of hours each week. Which is crazy to begin with. In in and of itself, yeah. Now they've gone even further. Uh, After a story talk... or a story from China emerged about an Animal Crossing player sharing images from his game that spurred the Hong Kong protest. Not only has Animal Crossing been pulled from the shelves, online gaming as a whole has now become a target for the Chinese government. As you said, James, they're already starting to put restrictions in place that make it so that anyone playing within China, they won't be able to talk with, communicate, or play with anyone else outside of China. Um, they're also putting into effect uh, uh, a new one-player sort of... Uh, or, or a real name law, basically, which makes it so that even if you're playing single-player games, so there's no way for you to be able to interact even within the game with other people, they're still monitoring those single-player games to make sure that nothing you know, really? crazy is going on in there. It's like what Facebook did when Facebook made the move to, hey, you have to use a government ID so you can no longer be... Instead like, of just having a screen yeah, name. Yeah, like Miss Pretty Sweets 4290 yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be, hi, my name is... You know, and then your government name and send in your photo ID. They're doing it for all video games. And it's literally all started off of this Animal Crossing protest, uh, which if you know anything about like Hong Kong and Taiwan and the protestings that were kind of tied up with Blizzard earlier this year and late last year. Um, you know, a player made something inside Animal Crossing, just like Robbie can make his clothing and whatnot. And it made some people mad. Yeah, the government basically says we don't want to give anyone any way to be able to, you know, express the opinions that we don't agree with. They're even going so far in this new law, it won't allow for zombies, plagues, map editing, role-playing, or even just, like, organizing, like, a union or a party within a game. I think role-playing is such a, like, loose term. It is. Because what what is... You can... Any video game is technically like role playing right yeah. they Anything have basically given at. themselves the the leeway now to say any game that we want to say you cannot play sorry bud it's free game for us <laughs> so china's government's almost like those overly strict parents you can't talk yes, to your friends this is like draconian you can't play your games. Yeah. this is this is insane like you'd never hear about something like this happening in the united states now an honest question do you think that this makes uh, people react more like if they had just been like okay whatever somebody did something in Animal Crossing like take care of it but whatever do you think cracking down on it will lead to more and more crackdowns in the future because now people are going to want to push back against it you know what I think you probably will because usually when you're told you can't do something what is the first thing you want to do I, I want to do it you want to do exactly <laughs> what they told you not to do yeah. and I feel like the people will be smart enough to find a way around whatever government restrictions that they have to where they'll be able to communicate with other gamers outside of the game other other gamers outside of the country and then once that starts to happen word of that will spread and now China's going to have to find another way to, to police that and I just thought of what is the competition going to look like like uh, yeah, on online games with an entire Chinese market just 
wiped off the face of the like Thanos. We, weird, weird beard. That is a whole nother conversation about how this could potentially affect esports. Something that that we might even have to wait a minute, you know, to really see how it starts to play out or what some of the ramifications are. But that's a very, very good question. All right. Well, situations like that definitely make you very grateful to have the freedoms that we do here in the United States. We'll keep you updated on the situation with the Great Firewall of China as news breaks. Now, coming up, one of the hottest new games out, and it's still only in closed beta. Should you really be trying to get that invite, though? Some gamers discovered why you should be very careful with giving the game access to your PC. We'll get to that in a little bit, because ahead next, how did my first Fantasy CSGO team do? After all the tips and advice I was that was given to me by Robbie and Weirdbeard. Oh, by Weirdbeard. He gave you the advice. All right, we'll find out if I spent the whole week rolling around in tons of cash, or if I totally lost my ass. It's all coming up next on Checkpoint XP. With continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness. Around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, as well as Robbie Landis and Checkpoint XP soon to be Valorant in-game leader, Weird Beard. Yo, did you see me streaming oh. with Callie? Yes, you are like a tactical surgeon. You're so calm Dog. and effective. I was like, this guy knows what's up. He's like, two in the bathroom. Wait, the I'm, bathroom. I'm sorry, hold on. Are we, are we talking about our Weird Beard? Our Weird Beard right here. This guy. You have to watch him play. He's uh, calling shots. He knows right. where people are. Oh. He knows the strategies. He knows how to defend against them. Uh, he knows how to attack. That's, uh, that, this is a tough pill to swallow. I, I will w- follow you into battle any day, Weird Beard. Yo! <laughs> At least in the video game realm. I'm so hyped. All right, so last week I went to these guys. Uh, I'm kind of interested in getting into gambling on esports. I've never been much of a sports gambler, but I figure we are. I'm here. I'm blessed to work with some of these guys, some of the most knowledgeable guys in esports and gaming. Let's tap into this knowledge and make some fat cash. This is like Enron. Like you've got an inside track to be able to yes, read that's the what numbers. I feel like. Yes, exactly. Like you're like Neo from the Matrix. Like you're like, oh great, these are what you need to play. These guys, these guys, play those guys, and then all, all right, well, the money makes, starts that makes, rolling that makes, in. That makes me Morpheus then. So I'm like the supervisor. All sure. Right? Yeah, you be the supervisor. And, and as sort of the leader, Morpheus is the leader yeah. easily. I should get an even cut of whatever this was. Oh, this is after, yep. after you pawned all the all the damage, potential oh. damage <laughs> or winnings on Weird Beard's uh, suggestions. Well, anyways, guys, I got some bad news. Oh, the it's all team, your fault. It's all your fault, Weird Beard. It did not Beard. do well. It did not oh, do well. How so, bad? So, uh, Did you get anything? I didn't win a single cent. Oh, no. But I'm hype. I want to keep playing. I want to I want to do more. So, do, you, do you think you like learned some lessons then, at least? Mm, I think like don't listen to Weird Beard. No, like Weird Beard gave good advice. I okay. just need to learn more, uh, uh, like get more background on some of these players and use some of the tools at my at at my disposal okay. that they give you uh, on the online league. Uh, do you want to give me so. a couple of players? Maybe did you pick any players yeah, so, or certain games? Yes. Yeah, so for my captain, I picked Fallen. Okay, Fallen was my captain. I picked him. He had sixty four kills. Well, in the match, he ended up with sixty four kills, sixteen assists, forty three deaths. Um, That's a positive KDA at least, right? Yeah. yeah. Fall, Fallen, he's he's a strong pick, you know, as a player that you want to be able to get into. On the other hand, though, he's not necessarily on a team that wins all the time. Okay, so he's on the team that they have designated as... M I B R, I think is that is that the team that he's on. That's, that's literally the team. It's M I B R. Hold on, hold on. Wait, do I, do I know something here that that Weirdbeard doesn't? You don't know what M I B R stands for? What does M I B R stand for? Made in Brazil, bro. Ah. 
Oh, is it really? Oh, Look at yeah. that. You know, it's an acronym. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. I'm tr- I think that's the team that he's on. It's hard, sometimes it is, it's it hard to read yep, some of the yep, stuff. It is. Because um, uh, the match, pretty much the matches that was involved in my team, I believe, is C9. Is that Cloud9? Cloud9. So Cloud9 and Made in Brazil were the two like main teams that I had picked players from. Yep. Like Cloud9 went up against HAVU. You know who that what team that would be? Either of you guys? No. That's not even one that I've heard oh, of. I yeah. Stumped the, the the brainiacs. Stumped the chumps. <laughs> so anyways, Cloud9 <laughs> took on HAVU. Uh Made in Brazil took on Mad M A D. I don't think that's Mothers Against the Drunk Drivers or anything. I'm assuming it's <laughs> a different team. Yes. And um so the, the 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 teams that I picked the players from the most are the teams that got smoked. Oh yeah. no! So, I mean, is Cloud Nine not going, doing good in Counter Strike? They haven't for quite a few years. Oh. I, I think that uh, our next step, James, is going to. What are the teams that always win for the most part? Um, that's going to be like your Ents, your G Two, your Team Liquid, your Astralis, uh, Astralis, your uh, Ninjas in Pajamas, like, Ninjas in Pajamas. Now that's yeah. a team I can See, get behind. I, I, and I think once you do this for a little while, kind of going with like the sure, the sure things, right? Yeah. Then you'll start to notice what some of the trends are, and then you can start to make a little bit more of like these educated bets with with some of the uh, uh, you know lesser known teams that might net you a bit more cash, though. Yeah, well, I think yeah, I think that will definitely help because not knowing the teams and how well they were, I was like, well, mm-hmm. this guy, I like his name. A, he's got a cool <laughs> name. And then I went and I checked the stats, like the one v one and the one v five. You and, at least learned that. Yeah, so you see how many times the players have achieved that and won like a one v one or a one v four, and when the last time that actually happened took place. So I tried to to, to guess. Like, you're doing okay. your homework then. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Looking them up. Did you have any players that did well? Yes, well, Fallen did the best. Oh, so he he got me a net. <laughs> <laughs> he got me a net of 146.9 points. Good, that's good. But wh- what really brought my team down was MOTM. I don't know if that's how his name. Yeah, MOTM is okay. like shorthand of how they'd call him. Yeah. Okay, so MOTM really killed me. He achieved only 10.9 points. Oh, 10.9 oh, points. Man. There's a lot of points left on the table here. Uh, with some of the choices that I made in, in terms of players, and uh, to, to give you the final overall like rundown, I ranked five thousandth, five thousandth, one hundred and fifty fourth place, winning zero dollars, oh. total of three hundred and thirty eight point three points. If you divide all the points out with kills and everything, when the person that won, who won the jackpot prize, had five hundred and forty three point two four points, and it seemed like a majority of the players that had teams that won anything. Came in with three hundred and thirty-eight and some change Ooh. in terms of points. So, so, so are you gonna are you gonna try again then? I mean, I am I mean, absolutely. You, I'm you, gonna yeah, work right. on another team this week. I think there's more matches coming up tomorrow um, or the next day. So I'm definitely going to uh, I'm going to play another team. I'm going to go until we at least win something. So that yeah. way, I'd be like Robbie, here's your two dollars. <laughs> Weird beard, here's your two dollars. And well, I lost my ass on it, so I don't get to keep any other money. I think the, the yeah, like learning the teams that are always going to be able to win, and uh, maybe we just have to do a little bit of research beforehand on like any team that's not like the HAVU. That's a team I would never, I would never bet on them. I've just never, they're not a, like on that triple A level one. Once you learn a couple of those organizations, it's going to be free money. You're literally going to be printing money out here. Dude, I can't wait. I got the bug. I got the gambling <laughs> bug, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to win some dough. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, Robbie, 
I believe you have a bit of a little PSA to help uh, some of the people who might be dealing with some mental stuff during this quarantine get through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, for a lot of people, especially if, if you had like a weekly sort of nine to five, you're all cooped up in your house now. You know, you're probably starting to notice that you may be getting a little lethargic, a little bit lazy. Uh, lazy isn't the right word, but it's definitely starting to affect your outlook on life, right? And my girlfriend's been going through the same thing. And, and I've tried to give her some some little tips, really easy things to do to help sort of lift your mood. You know, something like if you, if you have a, a, a like daily... Like back. And- <laughs> if you have like a daily commute to work that you're missing out on now, you wouldn't think like driving to work is that big of a deal, but it's something that is set in your routine and helps to break up your day, right? So if you don't have a commute anymore, you should be getting up in the morning when you would normally drive to work and just go for like a five-minute walk outside. Or something else that, that, that she does is... She stays in her pajamas for like three days straight and then changes into other pajamas. And I'm like, change into real clothes. It's another one of those things that just it gets you in the routine of of feeling like like you're 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 living a normal life. And those small things can actually go a long way. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do any of that. So she had (laughs) she had a remote call with her therapist the other day. And afterwards, she came in and she was all sheepish. She's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know. You were right. Oh, the famous words you never <laughs> so, hear. So I pause my game. I turn. I'm like, you have to be a little bit more specific about this, hun, because I know, A, that I'm right about a lot of things, but there's a lot of stuff that you disregard. So she's like, I talked to my therapist and, you know, told her how I was doing. And she's like, I should start going for walks to replace my commute and I should be changing on my pajamas into clothes. And so it's like, Almost okay. word for word what word you've been telling her. for Word. Did she, are you Absolutely. sure she didn't sign on to some sort of a therapist online? <laughs> it was really just you. Yeah. Well, but no. So I mean, just just the 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 importance. Like you know, I've obviously been trying to stick to a very specific routine. Now, if you need a game to include into your routine, but are a little little late on cash, we have a suggestion for you with our free game of the week. Find out which game you can get for zero de Niro in just a little bit. Because ahead next, one of the most talked about new games is still only in closed beta. But should you really be trying to get that invite to play? Some gamers discovered why you should be concerned with giving Valorant access to your PC. We'll talk about that when we get back on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Starting in the Overwatch League, competition has officially resumed. However, there'll be no more homestands this season with all matches being played online. Some teams have also had to forfeit due to COVID-19. The spring split of the League of Legends LCS has drawn to a close. Cloud9 were the big winners and will be the representative for North America at the midseason Invitational. That was supposed to kick off in May, but has been pushed back to July due to COVID-19. The summer split is still on track to begin June 20th. NASCAR has taken to esports for the time being. They're running the iRacing Pro Invitational Series each weekend, where pro drivers compete in sim races. Normally, we'd be gearing up for ESL1 Rio, a major Counter-Strike tournament that runs in May. Due to COVID-19, however, it's been pushed back to the fall this year. May should have played host to DreamHack Dallas. However, that event has now been moved to August 14th through the 16th, shortly after the rescheduled DreamHack Summer. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website. That's over at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell, along with Weird Beard, and our very own Dungeon Master extraordinaire, Robbie Landis. That's right. See, I like that. I like that. That's better mm-hmm. than the uh, Pokemon breeder? I just, I do so many other things in Pokemon. It's weird that you like, that you pinpoint, you narrow down on the breeding part of it. It's, 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 it's weird, James. That is the one that it's I'm most weird. fascinated by. I'm a Pokemon master. You I do it all. You digital I, creatures. You breed digital creatures and it blows my mind that you I can do that. I battle them as well. <laughs> well, we don't want to talk about the battles. We talk about the breeding. Okay, that's weird. <clears throat> Gross. 
Everyone is talking about Riot Games' latest title, Valorant, which is still in its closed beta phase, but big-name streamers like Swag, Tenzi, and Simple, they've all left their current game to try to get on the ground floor of Valorant. There's been millions of hours of gameplay being watched on Twitch right now at this very moment, all in an effort to get an invite to the closed beta. But some gamers have discovered something a bit shady within Valorant's anti-cheat software. Weirdbeard, is my PC now vulnerable? So, um, to take you into the back end a little bit of what Valorant is doing, um, this game has been built from the ground up with being an eSport in mind. That's how they've, they've done everything. Okay. Um, and as we've talked about recently... Video games kind of have a weird uh, relationship with anti-cheating, uh, like, software, essentially. There's, right? there's a huge sort of after-product market of people who will make cheating software and then sell it to people, you know, to Like some of the people that are money. playing Call of Duty Warzone that are using cheats where they're jumping in the air doing 360 spins, but yet they're mm-hmm. still getting headshots. Or, or there'll be, like, an auto-aim hack that basically aims for them. Chances are good that they didn't just go and download that for free. They bought those hacks. And, gotcha. and the thing is, is that it's not like professionals that are just buying hacks, right? This isn't steroids. You no, just, every, everybody will do it. You could just be a kid who's 12 mm-hmm. who spends a couple bucks and downloads it for Call of Duty or whatever, right? Yeah. So Valorant said, we want to be an eSport. And in order to be an eSport, we have to be taken seriously, which means we need to build this thing from the ground up with anti-cheating built into the very framework of what they're doing. And what that means is that they're doing uh, the actual software that is built into it. Once you install Valorant, you have to restart your entire PC, and that's because this anti-cheating software is running all the time. So it's not just when you're playing the game, it's in so your anytime PC that PC is on, Valorant has some sort of piece of software running in the background. Right. So, so the reason that people are sort of you know up in arms about this is that if on Riot's side that they were to be compromised in some way, that because it's at such a base level in your computer, that all the information on your computer would then sort of be up for grabs for anyone who might be able to hack into it. Now, Riot, the company that uh, developed and is putting out Valorant, is very confident in, in their software. They're actually offering $100,000 if anyone finds any vulnerabilities in the game for cheating whatsoever. Wow. See, now this right here, this is such a good idea. And I don't know that a lot of other developers have done stuff like this before, but by giving incentive to the people who would normally create these cheats, right? Because their whole thing is, we yeah. want money. I don't care about your game. I just want money. Now, if you're willing to pay me for what I might be able to make anyway, and it's all legit and above board, I mean, that's, to me, one of the best deterrents that as a developer you could probably put out there. But that's also, you know, it's it's a which one are you going to deal with? Like, yes, it's nice that they're paying and kind of taking care of those people, but also it still gives unprecedented access. There are no other games out there that have anti-cheating software to this degree, I would say. Like, this is a literal whole new world that these guys are stepping into of always being able to flip on the switch and go i know what that guy has installed on his computer right now now do you think somebody who can develop some sort of a cheating software within valorant would they make more money selling that the people to use in the game than they would with that hundred thousand dollar bounty it depends on how quickly riot could put in measures to sort of you know fight back against it but the thing you have to realize is that there are some game developers that have uh, uh taken 
you know, uh, cheat manufacturers to court before as well. So you're also, you know, potentially looking at, uh, uh, you know, being sued over stuff like that as well. Wow. So there's a big risk if you try to get into creating some sort of a cheat mm-hmm. program or whatever. Now, Weirdbeard, I've watched you and Callie play on the Checkpoint XP Twitch stream. Okay. So you obviously have the game installed on your PC. Yes. Are you worried about any of this? Are you worried about Riot finding out what kind of porn you're browsing or um, I, banking uh, records? I think my biggest thing is just practicing safe online habits more so than anything else. Um, like for example, I, what are some safe online habits you could practice? Uh, like there's certain you have you can use VPNs. You can use certain. Uh, What's a VPN? Know, a VPN is a virtual private network. It essentially hides your like IP from your computer and stuff. You just browse okay. anonymously. Like don't save credit card information if you're not you Ooh, know I'm a, willing I'm to bad allow with that. that. Yeah, see, so, so am I. <laughs> it, I'm very bad with that. It's just little things like that. But I think um, you know. In the future, if it shows that they're actually doing more than what they're saying they're doing right now, I might be more concerned as it is right now. I think it's going like, to give them the benefit of the doubt. Why not? I don't think that in closed beta that they're really looking to make any money off me. I work in radio, man. So like, <laughs> so you think it's pretty it's pretty safe as long as you're following safe habits online. You should be able to play the game and not really have too much to worry about. Correct. There's probably no ill like there's no malicious intent behind the game to have access to your computer. Not at all. You get the key, download, and play Valorant. I will wipe the floor with you any day you like. <laughs> I believe it. I totally believe it. So, are you looking for something to do during the quarantine? How about you compete in an eSports tournament for charity? The Shutdown Showdown is a weekly Apex Legends tournament with all proceeds benefiting No Kid Hungry. You can check it out every Tuesday in April. It only costs $10 to sign up, and you can sign up solo or with friends. Now, we're getting close to the end of the month, so you definitely want to get in on this now, uh, sooner than later. You can check it out at ugcevents.gg slash shutdown showdown. Now, you're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We know there are a lot of you out there that are gaming on a budget. So, Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. That's right. So, this week's free game of the week actually comes courtesy of PlayStation. They have this big uh, um, play-at-home initiative, you know, to get people to stay at home, reduce the spread of the COVID-19 virus. And uh, it's the Uncharted Collection. This is actually three games that you're getting this time. The Uncharted Collection is an action-adventure platforming game. Hey, these guys are playing for keeps. Yeah, so... He would go to the ends of the earth for the night. Ah, what do we do? We jump? Just don't ask him to. Shall we? You get over on all this. Cheating death. But that's not how it will end. This, this is how it will end. I'm sorry. Sully! We don't get to choose how we start in this life. Had to try. Real greatness. It's what you do with the hand you dealt. So Nathan Drake is basically a new take on Indiana Jones, crossed with, like, you know, Laura Croft Tomb Raider. He's, he's what happens when someone says, you know what, I want an Indiana Jones video game, but I want the character to be more of a kick-butt hero like Laura Croft. And this video game series is so much so like an action movie. It's being made into a movie itself. Yeah, Tom Holland, really? I believe, is still uh, rumored Spider-Man? to be the, to, yeah, to be the one playing Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, with, with four games in the series, it's basically helped pave the way for a lot of the current 
current action-adventure platformers that have came out over the past decade. Good story, amazing characters, you know, good acting and, like, solid voice work in, in, in gameplay. Um, so for the Nathan Drake collection specifically, you're basically getting uh, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Now, normally we'll let you know how long it takes to beat either the, each of these. This is a perfect one. Not that just the fact that it's free, but it takes about 10 hours per game to be able to beat, right? Oh, wow, that's quick. That's, that's a really couple quick. hours a day. For, you have it knocked out in a for week. For free. This yeah. is another game series where it, the acting and the, the story is going to be what sells you on all mm-hmm. of it. The action pieces are really good. Don't get me wrong. But the reason that it's it's a best of all time type of game is that these are some of the like really well written characters that you care about. Yeah, the, the other ones the were... first one came back, I believe it was or came out back in two thousand and seven. Yes. Uh, okay. and the most recent one, Uncharted Four, which was like, you know, the swan song of the series. Uh, just came out a few years ago. And there's even a, a spin off uh, uh, Legacies, I think it's called Lost Legacies or or, or, or something. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it it, it it's like a spin off type deal. But anyway for free the entire collection basically like it's a no-brainer if you have a playstation 4 download it for free <laughs> and where do i get it if i want to download it uh playstation network cool right at the playstation 4 store awesome that is a great recommendation now, i've heard a lot of good things about this series and at zero dollars definitely one i'm considering adding to my collection and checking out so there's your free game of the week we'll have another great game recommendation coming up in the next half hour during the patient gamer but ahead next which one of us is a master snacker? Producer Callie joins us as we see who can spot the fake snack foods when we come back on Checkpoint XP. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard, where gaming lives. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off the Alamo. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and the newly crowned esports gambling addict, me, James (laughs) Campbell. How much money do you think you're going to go in for? Like, lifetime. I don't know. Right now, I've preloaded my account with $100. (laughs) I got 80 left. So, I'm only making like $10 bets, though, because I don't want to get too crazy. But I'm telling you, I got the bug. I, like, dream about winning all this cash at night. uh, What does the fiancé think of it? She doesn't know, does she? She might not know too much about my my esports gambling (laughs) issue so far. Right, gamers are very knowledgeable on many topics, from knowing how to cheat time in Animal Crossing to get that mortgage paid off quickly. One thing outside of the gaming world gamers know a lot about is snack foods. So we're going to see who on the show can spot the fake snack foods. So the biggest thing that's happening right now is Taco Bell releasing the Flamin' Hot Doritos Locos Tacos. Oh, yes. No. (laughs) What is wrong with you? So what I did is I put together a list of some real and some fake uh, gamer snack foods. You may be able to go into a store or a fast food place and purchase some of these items. Uh, And what you have in front of you actually right now are a whole bunch of jelly beans. These are not regular jelly beans. Some of these are very, very nice tasting jelly beans. However, the other half are disgusting dirty jelly bean flavors. Do you have any uh, ones in front of you? Toothpaste. Uh, yeah, I see toothpaste. Dirty washer. Rotten spoiled egg. milk. Canned dog food. Wait, who figured out what dead fish tastes like? Isn't all fish dead when you eat it? So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I hope so. What you're going to be doing is guessing, and we're going to start with oh. James. All right, you can start with me. If you get it wrong, you have to take a chance on one of these bean-boozled jelly beans. Are you ready, James? I'm ready. James, your first item is a buffalo latte. 
You can get this at a Tim Hortons in Buffalo, New York. Though Tim Hortons is a Canadian fast food chain, this savory and highly unusual latte was only available in two of their locations in New York. According to a press release from the company, it consisted of freshly brewed espresso, steamed milk, mocha, and a bold buffalo sauce flavor. Now, this could be tricky because it was, it was only available in two possible locations in Buffalo, the home of Buffalo Wings. I could see it being like a, a gimmick. I thought there was going to be a buffalo testicle in it. Oh, I'm glad, you, I'm glad it was just the sauce and, and not the, whatever, I gotta, the Rocky Mountain oysters. I got to tell you, I think that would have been a for sure no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, you know what? I think it's fake. You're wrong. No, oh, it's real. real thing. It's a buffalo latte. It's a real thing. Real thing oh, in 2017. Just like the bean you're about to eat. Oh, All right, James. Pick right. one and eat it. I got to say, I think I'd rather eat the bean than the buffalo latte, though. Ugh. True. Well, the buffalo latte is probably a lot to handle. Okay, I'm going to try. Yeah, don't Stop stalling. I'm going to get the prettiest one in the batch, and I'm going to hope it doesn't lead me astray. Looks can be deceiving. Yes. Yeah, so, All right, so, so that color is either going to be coconut or spoiled milk. I hate both of those flavors. <laughs> Ooh, what do you got? It's sweet. Actually, I think it's... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the sugar hit him first, and then and then maybe the spoiled milk is moving in now. Whatever flavor it was, it wasn't very pleasant. Okay, <laughs> it's not good. Got it. It's got a hint of coconut, but it also has got a... Uh, <laughs> a hint of not-so-coconut. Oh, yeah, not-so-coconut. Okay, All right, great. moving on to Callie. Uh, Callie, your item are ketchup Doritos from the package. Hey, you like ketchup, and so do we. Doritos brand ketchup has all the ketchup flavor your mouth can handle. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, Doritos has flavors for everything. Like, you can get, like, mustard Doritos. Since you can get mustard Doritos, I'm going to assume you can get ketchup Doritos. Callie, ketchup Doritos are a real thing and a favorite pastime in Canada. Oh, thank God. You're oh. okay. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, so- I think that we're out of time on this segment, guys. We need to move on to what we have next. Yeah, I keep dreaming. Your turn. The clock. There's plenty of time there. Coming up next for Robbie Landis. Oh, boy. I'm going to talk to you today about Sonic's Blue Moon Burger. Have you ever been partaking in your favorite ice cream flavor named Blue Moon? Mm-hmm. It's a favorite song. of the staple in the Midwest, and therefore, Sonic latched on and in 2014 released the Blue Moon hey, Burger. get off. <laughs> what? No cheating. What are you talking about? Robbie, before I say any more, do you think a Sonic Blue Moon Burger is real or fake? Oh, you know what? I feel like the more the more uh, details you put into it, the less likely it is that it's going to be real. Or, or sorry, that it's going to be fake. But uh, there's been two real ones so far. So I'm going to err on the side of probability and say that this is fake. Robbie, you are correct. The Sonic Blue Moon is not a real burger. Got to use your brain. Got to use your brain, James. We're going back around one more time. James, this time I come to you for the squirting crust pizza. Squirting. Don't let the name name scare you off. This menu item from Pizza Hut Malaysia has garlic, Napoli sauce, and cheese inside the outer crust portion, which can surely send a surprise as you bite into the crunchy exterior crust. Well, if it came came from Malaysia, it's going to be kind of weird. I'm going to just straight up say it's real. James, you're correct. The squirting crust pizza yes! is real. Yes. It's not a very appetizing name, though. No, the squirting crust? Why don't I just call it like the zit popping pizza? <laughs> Moving on, Callie. That was gross to even talk about. <laughs> Callie, you're going to have Wendy's Bacon Penne Carbonara. Now, 
What is anything that Wendy's does not do? If you said pasta, you're incorrect. This regional item that was released in Southwest United States actually combined your favorite Olive Garden with the service and smile of a Wendy's near you. Um, <laughs> got, it's a I, I don't one. think so. I, I don't remember hearing anything about this, but I don't live in the Southwest. I'm going to say no. I don't think that's a real thing. You're correct. That is oh. not a real item. Thank heaven. I'm not going to be the only one who had to eat one of these cra- <laughs> crappy jelly beans. The last one uh. that we're going to be pushing here on Robbie Landis mm-hmm. from Popeye's. The cookie dough tenders. Another mashup between the realms of sweet and savory Popeye's crusted some of their chicken tenders in shortbread cookie dough. These short and crunchy tenders drew long lines the instant they came out and drew some high praise from fried chicken experts. So hold on. The, the, this is chicken that's covered in cookie dough? Yeah, so it's shortbread cookie dough as the coating around the outside. Almost like a chicken and waffles. Oh, okay. Deal. See, now probability says that these are real, uh, based on everything else. If if, if Weird Beard has you know an equal mix of fake and real in here, but that just doesn't seem like a good idea. Mm. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but math, please don't don't steer me wrong. Are these real, Robbie? That was real. You are the <laughs> last champion. <laughs> James is the only person. The only one with a crappy What is? I All lose right. it the gaming contest. I lose it the snack food contest. Why am I such a big loser? Oh, you know what? I feel like maybe you should be our failed it for the week, James. <laughs> I'll tell you what. In uh, to be a good sport yeah. here. I'm going to eat this one. Thank Bobby, you, Kelly. Uh, no, well. no, I'm not risking <laughs> right. it. This light blue one. Yeah, you have a chance of uh, toothpaste or berry blue. Oh, it is definitely toothpaste. Oh, it's minty. <laughs> oh, that is straight up Colgate. Oh, oh, no. That's what you get for sticking your neck out for your yeah, friends. Yeah, don't do it. All right, well, I definitely failed it in that contest. And you, <laughs> you heard I nailed it earlier uh, in the show for this week. We talked about Nerd Icon and director Kevin Smith covering the costs of customers' remaining balances on their comic pull lists. Now it's time for this week's Failed It. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. This week's Failed It doesn't come from the star of this viral gaming clip, but from the victim viewers he gets smoked in the gulag by a YouTuber during a Call of Duty Warzone match. YouTuber Noel Miller recently decided to make Call of Duty Warzone even more challenging by playing the game with a steering wheel instead of your typical controller or mouse and keyboard. It's wild. It's crazy watching this. The steering wheel setup made the actual in-game play very difficult. He was killed quickly in the game and sent to the gulag to battle his way out and back into the match. Now, this is where the failed it comes in. Miller actually wins the gulag battle. Oh, no. And that makes the guy who lost failed it for this week. Holy sh**. He just stood still and the guy flashed him and then ran into him. Dude, I'm not going to make it streaming another 20 minutes. I'm going to pass out. That guy just lost. Somebody playing with a wheel. Cody, did you win too? Yeah, I won. Oh my f***ing god, dude. I f***ing lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that guy's so lucky that he can't actually know. Like, he doesn't know. There's no way for him to know. But imagine if you did. Imagine if you knew you were killed by a dude playing on a steering wheel. Just uninstall now. Yeah, I would quit Call of Duty Warzone. Now, if you ever missed any of our nailed and failed at moments, head over to CheckpointXP.com to see them all. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com.
You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, pretty much everyone is spending more time at home due to shelter-at-home orders passed by most states. But we can't just sit at home playing video games all day, every day. Speak for yourself. Well, sometimes, <laughs> Robbie, you know, you have to venture out. Maybe get some essential groceries, uh, go for a walk, do things like that. Well, our producer, Callie, had an encounter when she went out to pick up some essentials. Callie, what happened? Okay, so... Um Lately, recently, I built a grill at my house. Like, I got one as a present for my birthday last year, and I just didn't build it last year because I was lazy. <laughs> so I finally built the grill, and we've been cooking on it a lot. So I've been going over to one of the local markets yeah. just to, you know, pick up like they have a nice butcher, pick up some good meats, try it on the yeah, grill, learn nice to cook. Cuts. Di- yeah, yeah, learn to cook different things. So I went uh, last weekend. And I get there, and the line is out the door. I don't know if you've seen this, where they've got like the six feet taped off a bunch of times, and everyone's Only just waiting. Only certain amount of people are allowed in at a time. Right. So everyone's got, exactly. So everyone's kind of waiting six feet apart from each other. And I go get in line, and I, I'm there for probably about 10, 15 minutes as the line is slowly moving. I'm about halfway up the line at this point, and I, from behind me, I hear, <clears throat> and I turn around, and I'm like thinking, like, did I? Am I standing too close? And what's going on? Yeah, what do you want, Karen? And, and, and she's got on the full on, not just a mask, but the full N95, like the full on respirator mask. Okay. Yeah. I then look around, and I start realizing that everyone standing in line has a mask on, and you I don't didn't have anything on. You didn't have a mask I, at all. I didn't. I did. I just had my jacket on, and I was just in line. You know, I'm not like. You know the governor's issued a, an order to wear masks in public, right? You got and publicly shamed. I got publicly. Well, here's the thing, though. Once she started it, someone else turned around and, and kind of agreed with her. And like a I chain did, reaction. It's like having an argument with a significant other. You have to go. You know what? You're right. Okay. Well, you know what? Here's the lesson: stay home and play games, guys. <laughs> Robbie, once again, you are correct. Uh, to be honest, Callie, I would have gave you a weird look, too, if you didn't have a mask on in public. But, hey, to each their own. All right, coming up in a bit, did Robbie sabotage me when recommending a team to root for what? in the Overwatch what? League? What? I think you did. No, There's lots of rumors coming on. out about the Vancouver Titans. Oh we'll talk gosh. about that in a little bit next on Checkpoint XP. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Robbie Landis, and the only guy in the room that will probably never ever be asked, how did you get that nickname? Weird beard. I, you know what's funny is because I was doing a Zoom call last week and I didn't have my camera on, but it still displays your name. Yeah. And the people didn't know me and they were like, well, now you have to turn on your camera. We have to see why you're called Weird Beard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. You know, uh, I, I hate to bring this up and, and, and be the one that is probably going to contribute to it being shaved off, but uh, where's that diva selfie, my man? Oh. Oh, 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 you still yeah. owe a diva selfie, do uh-huh. you? Yeah, that's right. We uh, we played a game on air a few weeks ago, and the losers, that was you two, yeah. uh, had to go and do your makeup Catchphrase. like uh, like Diva, uh, one of the characters from Overwatch League, a 19-year-old uh, streamer slash gamer, and uh, James did it. He put the makeup on and everything. Yeah. You said you were going to do it, and you haven't yet. My cheeks were pink for two whole days. Yeah, so you need to get on that. We're holding you responsible. I thought this was about why I was called Weirdbeard. <laughs> Robbie flipped the script. <laughs> Segway. Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness. Here's another esports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. This first short story should come as no surprise, but it still makes the heart of nerds everywhere ache. The geek mecca that is San Diego Comic Con has officially been. Canceled. Isn't this the first time in like 50 years? That's right. I I think it's about 55. More than 50 years for sure. The first time in over 50 years 
that it's been canceled. Now, it remains to, see, remains to be seen how this might affect the deluge of announcements that normally come out of Comic-Con. Namely, Marvel and DC movie titles and releases. I need to know what comes next. They, have you ever been to like a Comic Con, James? Do you know what happens at Comic Con? Not anything to the, like the level of the San Diego Comic Con, dude. I want to take you to one so bad. You I want to go so bad, but it's so hard to get tickets it, to that. Hold one. on, it's not even about one because apparently cause I've, I've been to like conventions, the comic conventions, but yeah. apparently San Diego is a whole nother monster. Yeah, it's like like, mecca. like, like, like they the... shut down entire city blocks, yes. not just a convention center. Blocks of the city. You know, I would love, to, I would love to go to the San Diego Comic Con, but it's just like so many hoops we have to jump through to get the tickets. You got to be online on a certain day. Well, let me, let me, let me paint the picture of why it's worth going to it. Like, there's not only the experience of of being like vendors and stuff like that, but they have all these talking panels where it's all, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, but it, you have to like camp out to get into those. There's still some of them though. Like, you get to see the first access to movie trailers. See, you get to see I, stars. I'd like to go one time. That's what I've heard from multiple people. It's worth going once, but they wouldn't want to make a habit of it. Well, here's the thing. Checkpoint XP. We're part of the media. Can we pull? Some, can we have some media like pull to get some passes? I mean, if it wasn't canceled? Well, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. We'll see what happens. Selena Gomez has filed a $10 million lawsuit against the companies responsible for the mobile game Close Forever Styling Game. In the game, you basically just play dress up and you have to spend money to recover your energy to keep playing. You playing this one, Weird Beard? <laughs> this sounds like uh, an overcooked type uh, game, Maybe. but with yeah. fashion. So uh, Gomez's likeness was basically lifted from the co- uh, uh, from the cover of Flair magazine and is a perfect recreation. Uh, other noted celebrity likenesses uh, of the game also include Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian. Here's what I'll say. There's so many scammy mobile like phone games that I get advertised all the time, and it's always trash. It's always garbage of like... How is this legally allowed where it's... It's probably not. Yes. And but as you because see, they make so much money and, it, and, it, and they're able to turn around stuff like this with so with such little investment, they, it, it's basically just them printing money for as long as they're able to do it. I, I think it's glad on Selena Gomez for taking him to court. I hope she sues the pants I, off Unfortunately, uh, the developer is uh, Guangzhou Feidong Software Technology out of China, so probably not going to see a cent out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, props to you for being able to, to pronounce that name <laughs> correctly. Make sure you get your PlayStation 5 pre-order in whenever they become available. Bloomberg is reporting that due to the expected price of the PS5, that supply may be smaller than even the PS4 was at launch. Sony is reportedly planning to make only 5 to 6 million units by March 2021. The reasoning behind this, they say, isn't the COVID-19 pandemic, but competition with the Xbox Series X. Now, are you, James, are you leaning towards either, either one, like the PS5 or the Xbox uh, Series X? For me, I'm, I'm, I've been an Xbox boy since Halo 3, mm. um, so I'm always leaning towards Xbox. Here's why, here, here's why I'm going to swing your opinion toward PlayStation, yeah, though. Yeah, let me right? have the facts, man. Because when it comes to the Xbox stuff, Microsoft's been doing that. I forget exactly what they call it, but when you buy a game, you basically get it everywhere, right? So now that you have a gaming PC, you can play anything that might be only available on the Xbox on the um, play or, or sorry on, on the PC, PC oh. whereas if you don't get the PlayStation any exclusives you can't play and the way that they're kind of doing the modular upgrades for the Xboxes you can even probably wait till the next one and not necessarily be out on anything but if you don't get that PlayStation 5 there are going to be games I'm be that out you at any of the will not be able to play that's, that's a right. great tip thank you you have to keep that in yeah. mind Voice actor Paul Haddad, who played Leon S. Kennedy in 1998's Resident Evil 2, making him the first person to portray the now iconic Resident Evil protagonist, has passed away. 
He was 56 years old. Now, exact details of his passing have yet to be revealed, but he was in poor health and had launched a GoFundMe back in February to pay for his third neurosurgery. Ooh, neurosurgery. That must not be that good. No, no it's not. And I will Ooh. tell you that um, the new voice actor who did uh, Leon's voice... I'd say he put out like a tribute, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did. And oh, so it's, nice. it's like... Um, he also voiced Peppy, uh, Peppy the Hare in Star Fox games. Oh, okay, um, do a barrel roll. Yeah, he's the barrel roll guy. He is. Oh, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Barrel roll guy. So you know, it's sad, but you know, there's a lot of times that I at least appreciate seeing people who carried that banner for voice actors afterwards, remembering them mm-hmm. e- even in you know slight passing. Each week in the Overwatch League, to keep gameplay and team compositions fresh and interesting. Four heroes are banned from the game for one week. This encourages new strategies and helps to level the playing field as teams rely on their ability to adapt from week to week. This past week, the tank hero Orissa, the support hero Moira, and damage heroes Tracer and Echo were banned. Now, why is this so newsworthy? Because Echo, the brand new hero to the game, hasn't even seen play in the Overwatch League yet. Do you think it was fixed? Do you think they did that on purpose? No, what they did is is because it, for, for a while now, the bans on the professional scene and on the casual scene have been different, right? So they finally changed it now so that it's going to be the same in both. But instead of just basing it off of professional play, they're now starting to take the, the play time from heroes on the competitive ladder and putting that into the algorithm for when they draw out names. Games. Everyone's been playing Echo on the competitive ladders, even though she's not in professional play yet. And as a result, she's now been banned out. And I just, I, I feel like that's, I don't know, something here just, just doesn't jive with me. And I think you should just base all of the play on what's happening professionally and not let the professional scene be impacted by what casuals are doing. Robbie's fuming. He is. He's very passionate. <laughs> very you. passionate. It's passion is what yes. it is. ESPN is already jumping on the Valorant hype train. Valorant is the newest tactical shooter from Riot, same company responsible for the League of Legends. Now, Riot has said they would not be pursuing an esports scene just yet, but allowing a grassroots scene to develop instead. ESPN is putting on the first major tournament, the Valorant Invitational. And what's special about this tournament is they're filling it with teams from other esports. There will be teams consisting of players from Overwatch, Counter-Strike, Fortnite, League of Legends, PUBG, Rainbow Six, and Apex Legends, as well as the Valorant developers themselves. So this is basically the equivalent of if if the NBA was like, you know what, we're going to put on an Invitational and we're going to get an NFL team, an MLB team, an NHL team, but they're all playing basketball. Wow, it's wild. All right, especially, I think it's going to be funny, James. Like, there's some of these games that have skills that transfer across other games and everything. CSGO like that. and Valorant, yeah. very similar. Yeah, sure. I think it's a little unfair to be grouping those guys up. League of Legends guys? Yeah, oh. what are they even doing there? <laughs> I was going to say, do you think there'll be a set of teams that'll perform better than the others? Absolutely. So you're thinking, like, yeah. CSGO, because it's a similar gameplay style, they'll be much, much more successful. Probably the Rainbow no. Six Siege guys as well. And then the, the developers. developers well, I mean, obviously, gonna they're going to be the ones that win, yes, but you're still going to see big, big skill discrepancies. Uh, that's it for the Checkpoint XP gaming news update. For more, head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. Thank you, Robbie, for that update. Now, last week, we had a little talk here about the performance of the Vancouver Titans. I don't know if you remember that, Robbie. <laughs> you remember recall. that little chit-chat we had? Yes, I do. First seed in last year's playoff. Uh, runner-up champs. These guys are supposed to be the top dogs, but they lost 2-0 and zero two weeks ago. I believe it was the double shield strategy that they, they couldn't defeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, these guys are, are supposed to be the top dogs. Now I'm starting to hear there may be trouble inside the team. Robbie, all right, did you send me up 
Off the creek without first, a panel with these first guys? First of all, if we're talking about remembering conversations, I would like to draw your attention to the conversation of, oh, hey, Sasquatch. I like Sasquatch. I'm going to like those guys, all right? Don't you put this at my feet. But you should have led me in the other direction. I, you should have well, convinced me not to I like had, them right, just this because was, of the This was before the season even started. I had no idea what was going on behind the scenes here. But, yeah, so basically this past few weeks, there are, are three players on the team. All mention of the Vancouver Titans have vanished from their social media. And like, these are really? Overwatch guys, Yeah, right? these are Overwatch guys. And they basically took all mention of their team off of their social media profiles. Now, what some of the rumors are is that this is apparently some sort of like internal form of protest from the team. What's really unique about the Vancouver Titans is they were an expansion team last season and they used to be known as Team Runaway. They had one of the biggest fan bases in the sort of tier two feeder league, which is contenders, right? They were together forever and their manager was actually able to get all of them signed as the Vancouver Titans. So they came as a unit from the tier two scene up into the professional scene. And then over the off season, a few of the players started to get released and traded away. So what I think that it might be, and again, this is all rumors right now, is that maybe the team doesn't like now they're sort of being pulled apart and replaced with other people. And as a result, it's led to some internal conflict between the players and the organization. Again, grain of salt. But if I was you, James, I'd maybe go and pick another team. Jump ship, yeah. Philadelphia Fusion looking real tight Fusion's right looking now. good? Mm-hmm. Looking really, real mm-hmm. tight? They're, they're eight and one right now. Okay. Shanghai like Dragons record. as well. Ooh, Shang- Ooh, actually, the Dragons are really dragons. great. They went 0-40 in season one. They have had the biggest turnaround in the entire league. I mean, you could even argue in all of sports and esports. I think the way that we need to go forward with this is, James, you pick a team, and Robbie and I are going to try to work to getting an interview with either one of the players or somebody in that organization. Uh-huh. Just so that you can get a primer from them, <laughs> get a get a feel for it. Yeah, a, like listen, it'll be like a blind date. We're just gonna, you know, you give us kind of some of the things you're looking for. I love it. It's like up. esports bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get the Xbox controller, and you get the an Xbox controller. The problem is, all of these top teams are all filled with Korean talent. He doesn't speak Korean. They don't speak English. How are they gonna have a first date? James is gonna judge them by their haircuts. That's all that it's gonna be by. It's <laughs> the only way you should judge your esports <laughs> players is by the haircuts. But ahead next. We're going to recommend a great game you may have slept on for whatever reason. It features one of the greatest, most hated, yet most likable villains in video games, at least in Robbie's opinion. We'll find out what title is when we get back on Checkpoint XP. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my god! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell. And as always, along with me, Weird Beard, and the only guy in the room that has been brought to tears when he heard about the cancellation of this year's San Diego Comic Con. Robbie Landis. I, I just, I just, I need to know what's next for Marvel. I mean, you know, Black Widow's already been pushed back. I just, I need to know when the next Avengers movie is coming. That's really what it comes down to. So is this going to have a negative effect on the other identity? Uh, no. Obviously, you know, we'll still talk about lots of stuff in the other identity. It just, uh, instead of talking about San Diego Comic-Con come, uh, you know, June, we'll just have to find something else to talk about. The other identity, by the way, thanks for bringing that up, uh, Comic Book Podcast that I do with Ben J. Morris. He actually used to work at Marvel. He was there for 10 years. Wow, look and, at you uh, with all your yeah, celebrity friends. That's right. So uh, every week we talk comics. You can find that over at CheckpointXP.com. We know a lot of our listeners love gaming, but life comes at you fast, and you don't always have the time to keep up on the gaming news, let alone the latest games. So we're bringing you The Patient Gamer. Each week, Robbie and Weird Beard are going to tell us about a hit game that came out a few years ago or more that you might have missed. Something that's easy to get into, well worth the time. Weird Beard, 
What game are you suggesting this week for the patient This gamer? week, it's Robbie. Weird Beard did the last one. I got this one, James. That's how it goes. Well, Back my and bad. forth. That's what happens when you read the copy on the screen. <laughs> so this week, I'm bringing to you Borderlands 2. It is a first-person shooter and one of the only commercially successful looter shooters. This is me. I'm ready for a spine tingler. Yeah, great. Hey, remember back when we were sane? She can taste the bloody hatred! Guess not. Still can't hear me, can you? Little voice in your head trying to remind you of a time when we could go hours, days even, without screaming about our desire to ride bicycles made of meat. I don't even remember. So Borderlands 2 takes place on the planet of Pandora, which is a planet rife with treasure, ancient ruins, and bandits. And as a legendary vault hunter, it's up to you to uncover the secrets that could be the keys to the fate of the galaxy. It's basically like Mad Max meets Duke Nukem, right? It has nice. like this sort of really absurd, almost I would even say kind of like a South Park type humor to it. Uh, and it's probably, uh, uh, again, one of the long-term sort of really good looter shooters in the market that's actually done well. There's been, what, three, I think Four, technically five games in the series now. Yeah, now you keep saying looter shooter. Mm -hmm. uh, For anybody who may not know what a looter shooter is, uh, it's the games like Diablo or like... Destiny. uh, Yeah, where you're constantly upgrading new weapons. It's it's always giving you new treasure to kind of comb through and decide, you know, what's best for me. It also has a history of having really crazy guns in it. Like in the most recent one, there was a gun that every time the clip empties, you throw the gun, it reappears in your hand, but the one you threw sprouts legs and goes around shooting at things. What? So That's wild. It's, it's really like crazy and whimsical and, and it's kind of manic like that. Now, uh, this one, it's a little bit longer to beat than some of the other games that we've talked about on here. Uh, 30 hours if you just play through the main missions, but you can get lost in Borderlands for a long Absolutely. time. Like the franchise as a whole, Borderlands 1, 2, 3, uh, the pre-sequel and Tales from the Borderlands. If you were to play through all Borderlands stuff, yeah. you're looking at like 300 hours worth of wow. content here. Now, when did the Borderlands 2 came out when? Like in the late 2010s? Oh, yes. Yeah, something like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of game like that people were still playing up until Borderlands 3 yes. was released mm-hmm. last year. Um, you know, like there's a lot of repay, replayability that you're able to get into it. And one of the things that I think that makes it live as long as it has is uh, just kind of this underlying sense of humor throughout the entire that game. no other game I could point to has. Yes. It, it's very much one of a kind. It's a very specific type of humor. Not that you have to be have a certain type of humor to get it. It's just like... Um, a 14-year-old who's drank a lot of Mountain Dew somehow got in and was able to write the script. It sounds, it sounds perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, so you can play this on PC, PS4, and Xbox, and it normally goes for 20 bucks. Uh, totally worth it, in my opinion. There's still, like, downloadable content available? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is there, like, a Game of the Year edition or anything? That, yeah, there is like Game of the Year edition, and with Borderlands 3 just coming out, downloadable content is slowly being rolled out for it. Awesome. That's perfect. This sounds like a great deal, uh, a great game. Hopefully you guys will check it out, and uh, let us know how it goes. Shoot us a tweet. If you if you play if you download the game and play it or you buy it and you like it, let us know that you've uh, you've listened to the patient gamer and you checked it out and let us know your thoughts. Calling all cosplayers! Don't let this quarantine stifle your creativity. We want to see your best quarantine cosplay. Upload your best cosplay that you've created during your stay at home to get in the running to score a hundred dollar gift card to Joanne Fabrics and Craft Store to put towards your next cosplay adventure. Whether it's a completed masterpiece or a collage of the process, 
Make sure to upload your photo today to win at CheckpointXP.com. Now, you've heard of mainstream hip-hop rappers releasing their own clothing line, but how about a mainstream hip-hop rapper releasing their own esports line? Now, the thing that we have to talk about is the man, the myth, the legend, Drake. Drake! Who's now uh, announced that he's investing in both 100 Thieves and FaZe Clan. Both of them are esports organizations. This is the guy that was on the the Grassy Junior High. Oh, yes. This okay. is the guy from this is the wheelchair guy from the Grassy Junior High, this right? This is Wheelchair Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or Drake. Um, and here's what you need to know about 100 Thieves and FaZe Clan. They're both very large esports organizations who do have esports teams. But those two organizations are known for like the things that they do outside of esports in general. Um, if you remember when Drake streamed with Ninja, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So Drake's been kind of involved in this esport thing on, on the outside, and now he's finally investing into their lifestyle brands, meaning their clothing lines. There's going to be shoes and sweatpants and jackets and shirts and all kinds of stuff that they're putting out uh, in collaboration with Drake. And I just think it's crazy how you're now seeing mainstream crossover from Drake, one of the largest artists in the world, essentially, thinking that esports is the jam it's, to be putting money it's, into. It's, it's the next evolution of, of this industry, you know? I mean, you, you, you saw the same thing, remember, uh, um, Air Jordans, right? Like, yes. like when you talk about those, like, that's just a no-brainer. Everyone knows yeah. exactly what that is. But, you know, when Michael Jordan was first coming out with, like, you know, his first pair of shoes, people were kind of like, okay, this, I mean... It makes sense. He plays basketball. He wears his shoes, right? But this is that same sort of thing. And I don't know if you've seen some of the Hundred Thieves branded uh, merchandise. They're they're cool, dude. Hundred Thieves is probably like when it comes to aesthetics and their brandings and all of esports. Hundred Thieves might be the best one out there. And if you look, it's the the big the big esports stars, both the YouTube streamers and the people that are playing the games like professionally. They want that look. Like it's like Hundred Thieves is like the esports Nike, or you know, like the esports They're like the trendsetters. Yeah. Here's what's cool. Here's how you want to look when you're gaming. Yes. Here's what your headset should look like. Here's what kind of jackets you should rock. That type of stuff. Yeah, they look so good, and it's just. I, I mean, it's it's wild to me to see Hundred Thieves and Phase Clan, even though they are the big name brands as far as like producing this stuff. To have Drake on your team, like, is that? I don't think they can lose. Like, well, there's no, that's no loss. Quick, easy, instant marketing. All Drake has to do is make an appearance somewhere with a hundred thieves jacket on. That's it. And everybody's even non-gamers gonna be like, I don't know what hundred thieves is, but but I, I want, want it exactly. Yes, that's I want it. that jacket. When celebrities are wearing your gear, it doesn't matter where it's from. People just want it, and that's when you really know that you've started to make it and really start to break into the mainstream. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see what comes from this. Uh, this this project that Drake's putting his money into, I want to see. I want to see Weird Beard rock a hundred thieves jacket. <laughs> yeah, if I can afford one, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, I'll talk to the bosses. Maybe we can get you a few more bucks. Maybe take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected good games. Is there a game you thought would be bad but turned out to be really good? We're talking about games that exceeded your expectations. When Checkpoint XP returns. <laughs> Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Starting in the Overwatch League, competition has officially resumed. However, there'll be no more homestands this season with all matches being played online. Some teams have also had to forfeit due to COVID-19. 
The spring split of the League of Legends LCS has drawn to a close. Cloud9 were the big winners and will be the representative for North America at the midseason Invitational. That was supposed to kick off in May, but has been pushed back to July due to COVID-19. The summer split is still on track to begin June 20th. NASCAR has taken to esports for the time being. They're running the iRacing Pro Invitational Series each weekend where pro drivers compete in sim races. Normally, we'd be gearing up for ESL1 Rio, a major Counter-Strike tournament that runs in May. Due to COVID-19, however, it's been pushed back to the fall this year. May should have played host to DreamHack Dallas. However, that event has now been moved to August 14th through the 16th, shortly after the rescheduled DreamHack Summer. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website. That's over at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weirdbeard, and the one guy in the room that's been getting dominated by his fiance in virtual beer pong, me, James Gamble. Wait, virtual on. beer pong? Yes. What's What's your number one tip to somebody who's bad at beer pong? Do you have any advice for that? Number one tip if you're bad at beer pong, don't play beer pong. <laughs> My advice, it's all about follow through, baby. You just got to and it's in every time. I'm uh, I'm undefeated in beer pong. I just want you guys to know. I believe you you're undefeated in every. You're undefeated <laughs> in life, Robbie. There's no there's no defeating you in anything. Our social media producer Chad has been posting daily questions on our social media, Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter, as well as Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. We pulled some of those questions and your responses to them. That's right. So we're going to start off today with naming a game that had you make a really tough decision. Before we get into these, I want to know from you guys. Weird Beard, we'll go to you. What's a game that's really made you struggle with a decision? Uh, the Walking Dead... The Telltale, the Telltale series. series. Oh, like, I feel like everything that, that game has you do. Full of decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's the last one. Uh, you know, spoiler alert for a game that's like 10 years, 7 years old or something like that. Where the guy is bitten and you have to decide whether or not to chop off his uh, his leg. And you do it and it just still doesn't save him. So you feel oh. like a jerk because he died and his legs cut off Ooh. now. And it's like, <laughs> well, right. at least he gave it the old college try. Yeah, so uh, Jeffrey says, Dragon Age Origins, do I let the demon keep possessing the Arl's boy so that I can become a blood mage? Or do I kill the demon and free him from possession? Jeffrey says, I became a blood mage. Wow. Terry says, The Witcher, there are too many to name, but I do remember when you have to choose between either murdering the entire town to save a witch or help them burn her. I, I feel guilty playing games like that where it gives you the choice. Where to it like, feels like it's a lose-lose. Well, no, it's like if somebody says, do the obviously right thing or just kill the village. I'm always just like, ah, oh, but they might feel bad. I don't want to. See, I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'll kill the entire village. Fallout. I destroyed Nuketown. Oh, my God. You just that... dropped a nuke on him? Well, I detonated the nuke. So I had my sweet loft at Tenpenny Tower or whatever the giant tower was. Okay, you know what the problem is? These games aren't giving people the proper consequences. We need you to play through Mass Effect so that your decisions have weight, all right? Speaking of Mass Effect, Matthew says, no matter how hard of a renegade playthrough I tried to do on Mass Effect, I could not kill Morden. Could not do it. I'm in the same boat. The first time I play that, I'm like, I'm doing everything renegade. I'm going to be a badass. I'm going to shoot everybody. I'm going to make the tough decisions. And then when it came time to do it and he's walking off, he's like, I'm going to cure these this this disease. And you got contacted by like some backwater channel by some spies. They're like, you need to stop him from doing that. And we got your back the rest of the game. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I wasn't able to do it. 
Gotta man up sometimes, Robbie. No, no, there was no manning up here, man. You gotta go with your heart. You gotta follow your heart, James. What about naming a game you did not expect to be as good as it was, James? Can I be honest? I know it's still a current uh, kind of popular game. Call of Duty Warzone. I did not expect that to be as good as what it was. Why didn't you expect it to be good? Is well, it because you, there's, there's kind of been like a dip in quality in the past few games? It's a Call of Duty game. Yeah, it's Call of Duty, so you kind of know, I feel like you know what you're going to get, and it's really like not the type of gamer I want to be associated with for the most part, but dropping into the war zone, having to go to the gulag and fight your way out, and then get back into the game, or possibly have your team being able to buy you. Like To me, the game's been so much fun. It's like my number two favorite right now. Mm, interesting. Uh, Latif here says, uh, what remains of Edith Finch? Good At game. first, I was like, what is this garbage and then by the end of it realized it was one of my favorite video game stories ever now for those of you who've never heard of this this is considered an indie game it honestly kind of passed me over when it first Sounds came like out a as well Nicholas sparks book it's it's Close, it's been described it? as a walking simulator you basically just kind of walk around and kind of play through and so discover like <laughs> and discover <laughs> this 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 story but i believe it actually did didn't it win a few games of the year as well it did it, wow. but but again it's like the uh the french movie that wins best picture mm. every single year uh-huh. it's good but it's artsy fartsy like if mm. you're not in the mood for that you're gonna be like why did so this it's a win? good game for like video game hipsters yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric says Ori in the Blind Forest was just looking so for a good. fun game and stumbled across this gem. And the second one was really good as well. Oh, uh, uh, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, yes. right? Yeah, it's basically like a super hard platformer type game, but it has the most incredible art. Really? I like have seen, period. Yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, Jake says Portal. I never understood the hype and I went into it with low expectations and I just couldn't stop playing till I beat this. Uh, Portal, uh, it would be another game that would be great for James to actually play. I've actually have you ever played, played it and beaten it. Portal you have. And Portal 2. I love the portals. Yeah. Those no, games are a lot of the fun. The second one, playing it with a, with, with a friend, you know, having the guns, we have to like put the portals and figure out how to jump through them and use physics and science, you know, to, to beat the levels can be both very rewarding, but also very, very frustrating. Well, there's some unexpected good games for you. Did yours make the list? Let us know on social media. If you're looking for something to do during the quarantine, how about you compete in an esports tournament for charity? The Shutdown Showdown is a weekly Apex Legends tournament with all proceeds benefiting No Kid Hungry. You can check it out every Tuesday in April. It only costs $10 to sign up, and you can sign up solo or with your friends. We're getting close to the end of April, so if you're going to sign up, Make sure you go do it now. You can do that over at ugcevents.gg slash shutdown showdown. Now, this next question instantly made me think of a certain uh, like video game series. James, have you ever played a Dark Souls game? No, but I've heard it's uh, it's a nightmare of a game to play. Yep. It's very frustrating. Yep. The question is, name the most difficult boss you've ever faced in a game. Ooh. How about every single boss in Cuphead? I knew you were going to say Cuphead. <laughs> I, almost, I almost prefaced that with, and you can't say Cuphead. Well, I'm glad you did it, because yeah. I swear I've been on the verge of breaking the controller every time I put that game on the system. You know, one of the ones here, uh, uh, Mike, he says, I feel like the easy answer lies in the Dark Souls series, and yeah. it does. He says, Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 1 is still the hardest to me, and I will back that up. When I played through the game on hard mode, I basically tried to go in at the bare minimum level that I could, and I remember spending like three solid days you know back in my childhood sun up to sundown just throwing my head and my keyboard or or my controller against that game trying to beat it and eventually 
I did overcome it. Well, and now is Sephiroth? Is he also in Final Fantasy? He, he is a Final Fantasy Seven character. Yeah. So okay. Kingdom Hearts is a series that's a crossover t- between Disney and Final Fantasy games. Oh, that's where the crossover. Yeah. I thought it was just mm-hmm. random Disney characters. You're on like an RPG quest. I didn't realize there was a Final Fantasy element involved with that. Well, as well, it was only in the first two games. In the third one, they completely got rid of the Final Fantasy element, which is why I think it took a dive. But that's just one man's opinion. Uh, Theodore here says absolute virtue from Final Fantasy XI. That's a, a game that's played online. This one actually here is is notorious because it's still thought to this day that the developers just wanted this boss to remain unbeatable because when players actually figured out how to beat it, figuring out ways to like lock its regeneration so it couldn't get health back, the developers went in and changed it so they couldn't do that anymore. Oh, absolutely. Every time uh. someone would beat it, they'd go and they'd change it so that you couldn't beat it that same way again. And I think to this day, it, it's, it's still pretty difficult to do. Uh, final question here. Name a character in a game that you absolutely hate. Um, We talked about Borderlands. I think Claptrap's funny the first three, four But he's times. supposed to be a hateable character. You're yeah. not supposed to like him. I'm just saying I don't like him. <laughs> he's just an annoying robot that always reminds you about stuff you don't need to remind her on. Uh, I get it. Isaiah I says Gracie from the Animal Crossing franchise. Well, I am not familiar with Gracie myself. There are so many villagers in Animal Crossing that I hate mainly because they're ugly. I had a mouse. <laughs> what? I had a mouse move into my island the, the other day. Who's, who, Hold on. Who's no, shaming no, no, no. me for talking yeah, bad yeah, about yeah. Dr. Robotnik's yeah, okay. dead body? But this is different. Okay, because this 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 because mouse, ugly? this mouse named Limburg moves in right, and he's smelly Limburg cheese, right? Yeah. He has like a five o'clock shadow, this deep voice. He wears a dress, and look, you can visit my island all you want, but if you're gonna live here permanently, I need to be able to screen you. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Duel no here. ugly people yes. allowed. Duel here says uh, the first that comes to mind is uh, Falco Lombardi from Star Fox, and. Soda Popinski from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I'm with you on Soda Popinski because that guy is a real pain in the ass to beat. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is the one I don't get. Jean Paul says Master Chief from Halo. Why do you hate Master Chief? Who's hating on the Master Chief? I mean, it might just be because he doesn't talk really. Like, he doesn't need to. He just kicks alien ass yes. and saves the galaxy. I feel like you can't hate someone that doesn't talk. You know what? He, as soon as he starts talking, that's when they start getting annoying. You know what? True. Claptrap's voice actor for Master Chief. Yeah. Yeah, now suddenly you want the silent protagonist Yeah, that's why back, Master Chief you? never talks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening on your radio station. Make sure you head over to CheckpointXP.com. I want to say a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CheckpointXP and also on Facebook. We'll talk to you again next week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and don't let the coronavirus get you down.